What gets someone to fight in a way in which they have the power to destroy every man on earth? I would say the majority of those fighters come from bad backgrounds. Exactly. Yeah. World's in shambles. Parker, the world is in shambles, dude. All I gotta say. I've been if you're anywhere on media, anywhere on social media, any sort of thing that's connected to the world, you will believe that the world is in shambles. I mean, that's all there is to it. Like World War Three is coming. Is it not like a fact now? I mean, literally, you can get on I, I, my Instagram feed has nothing to do with like like I try to strictly keep it within fitness, within luxury, and maybe a little bit of comedy. And yet somehow I still seem to see that the world is ending. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, I guess it's not funny, but I don't think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess it's not funny, but it's funny to me how, like, a lot of people think this is like it's the worst it's been, like, in the sense of like a war about to start or like a world war about to start, and like it's probably the least one I've paid attention to because I'm like I'm over it. Like I don't. What am I gonna do? But like comparing back to when was that? Like a year or two ago when everyone thought World War World War Three was starting. Yeah, with, with Ukraine. Yeah, with yeah. all that stuff. Like. I kind of paid attention to that, and then everyone's like, oh, it's bad, it's bad. And I was just talking to somebody recently, and I was like, yeah, I don't even pay attention to that. And they're like, no, it, it's serious now. And I'm like, yeah, it's serious every time. Like, It's always serious. The comedian, it's fear-mongering. It's, you, you know, the easiest way to control people is give them in a state of fear. Yeah. Right? Uh, we've talk, I know we've talked about this before in podcasts. By the way, this is episode 46. Guys, if you haven't hit that subscribe button already, what, what are you doing? Why are you still listening to us? Hit the subscribe button. We're here for you guys. Um, we're, we're talking on all the details that we need to be t that need to be talked on, right? Including this thing that's going on. <laughs> and we got. I mean, as far as YouTube goes, we know if we want to reach people, uh, you kind of got to restrict it. Uh, but I, I honestly, right now, like, I have stuff going on, dude. Not only that, the market, U.S. economy, is in complete shambles. Inflation skyrocketing, dude. I went to the grocery store, grocery store right down the street after I got done working out, and I'm not like I got another couple a week here or so, um, so I don't need to go out and get full groceries for a month or anything, right? I just got a week's worth of groceries, not much, right? Got some fruit. And granted, I do like. Yeah, that's what I say. Let them know where you shop. Yeah, well, well, I mean, granted, when it comes to uh, food, I I make sure that it's healthy. Like stuff that I'm putting in my body is not McDonald's, right? Well, I, Whole Foods. No. So I don't, <laughs> I, I did, I did for a little bit. Uh, but honestly driving over there is kind of a pain. Um, so typically I go to Sam's, right? If I'm going to do for like a whole month long, right? Go to Sam's and I load up. Going to be around like 250 bucks for a month. Eh, it's going to be less than a month, but around $250, right? Well, I was going just for getting my week long groceries. The most that I got was I got a steak, some these chuck steaks is what they're called, not like a ribeye, not filet, just chuck steaks. I got um, some bison ground beef and some normal ground beef. That was all the meat that I got. All the rest was fruit, zucchini, um, and then liquid IVs. And that's it. It was $190 for the week, dude. Really? It was in, and it was and it was at 
Tom Thumb. Oh, no, I was about to say, did you go to Tom? Because Tom Thumb's pretty expensive. They rinsed people? No, they rinsed me. Yeah, they're, they're not very cheap. I went there one, the first time I like went grocery shopping when I lived here. Yeah. I went to that Tom Thumb because it's right there. Yeah. And I got the same stuff I usually get in like College Station where I walk out paying 120 to 150 and I paid like 180 190 yeah, at H-E-B. Yeah, I feel like 180, 190, I was, I was like, well, what the hell? So then that's why we drive 30 minutes to Sam's every yeah, time I want to go. exactly. That's it. But I know it's like, well, I don't want to go all the way to Sam's because we'll give you for another week. So whatever. No. I'm driving to Sam's next time. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no. and, and so that's what I'm saying. The world is falling apart. I've had, I'm trying, I'm selling, I have Airbnb um, or Airbnb that I run. It's paying the ass. And it's a business that I run, but I want to focus on my business that is this social media, that is, um, you know, uh, our fitness coaching, all that sort of stuff. So I want to sell this business that is the Airbnb. I put it on the market six months ago, have, have yet to get one offer, <laughs> right? So it's like real estate's falling, stock market's falling, inflation's rising, the U.S. debt just keeps on going. We're in $30 trillion now. There's world war... Can I talk? Oh, yeah. World War Three is going on, right? Or about to start up. It's like, what? What do we do? It's you know, funny because, like, I think it's a certain season coming up that kind of flares everything up. I'm not going to mention the exact season, but okay, we don't need. Yeah, season. I think you know what season I'm talking about. Every time the season comes around, you know things start coming up. Things start getting scary. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't I'm know. trying to think of the season, and I honestly don't know. You know, it happened in 2020, 2024, oh, oh, 2028. So is every, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, our, uh, the, the guy that we're rooting for. Yeah. Yeah, it's facts, it's Every facts. time the season comes around, things start flaring the up. The season comes around. COVID's back. Every I four mean, years. Climate change back. Yeah, all of it. Climate change, man, I've, it's been kicking my ass. Climate change mm. has been kicking my ass. Yeah, you sure. can't get away from the, like you said on social media, all you see is the stuff about, Israel and Palestine all that. like I don't even like I see it on social media and I was like well like we were watching the fight last night I'm like I'm yeah. like at least you get like you know watch the fight don't have to worry about it like you don't have to think about <laughs> try to try to disconnect yeah Islam uh, he knocks out Volkanovsky which was great kicked him in the head knocked him out first round whatever okay and like you'd expect everyone to go crazy he's like jumping around the cage or not but no he's like he's like pushing it like telling everybody be quiet be quiet and I'm like like hushing everybody I'm like I'm like what like why is he doing that and then and they were in Abu Dhabi, like, okay. and Dubai, so yeah. I didn't know if that had something to do with that. I didn't know what it was, but then he's like, he's like, we know celebrate. He's like, he's like, things are going on in the world. He's like, uh, he's like, I want everyone to be peaceful. Everyone this, everyone that. He brought, like, yeah, he was, he had a good tensions, but yeah. just always getting brought up. So and is this, uh, what is his name? Islam. So I don't know like much of anything about UFC. I do know there's a few guys who are good. Strickland, I know him. I like him. Yeah. Cool dude. Are you saying good like, he, in fighting or good like you like their person, like how they, who they are? Well, I know he's good in fighting and personality. Okay, yeah. Um, but then he fought Stylebender, which I think, what's his real name? Israel Adesanya. Israel? Israel Adesanya. And then yeah. the other one is uh, Islam. So yeah. I, I, I well, was no, like. Those two, wait. you won't get mixed up because I just think of him Adesanya. The ones I get mixed up. Or all the Dagestani guys, like the two uh, guys that fought. Uh, Dagestan's Russia, right? Yeah, it's Russian. And that's uh, Habib. Khabib? Yeah, Habib's oh. like their basically. He was like their mentor, like both of them. Uh, like they all trained together, all that stuff. And so it's Habib, then it's Islam, uh, 
Makachev, I don't know how you say it, and he's okay. like the champion. And then there's no one coming who's, who's going to be a champion whose name's Hamzat Shemaev. And they all look like the exact same. So the thing about those guys, right? You you got to think how is it that like they're that like UFC is the epitome of like the deadliest men on earth. Yeah. Right? Like that is what UFC is. If you don't have a weapon and you walk into these guys, they will kill you. Yeah. Right? That is what UFC is meant to be. Um and obviously in the ring, you know, you don't actually have that, which is better. Yeah. Um, but you got to think, what gets someone to fight in a way in which they have the power to destroy every man on earth? I would say the majority of those fighters come from bad backgrounds. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Even Sean Strickland, like, he talks about his... Like, this he is was, one of the worst ones, yeah. <laughs> this is one of yeah, the like, it's like, dude... I don't think you can fight and be soft. Like, or you can't. Like, a rich kid cannot be a UFC fighter. Yeah, you know, and like even because you the get people who are fighters, it's because they grew up in like the Fury family. I wish they're yeah. boxing, they're not UFC. But like Tommy Fury, he wouldn't look like a fighter. But since he grew up in a era of his whole family yeah. of fighters, then he's gonna be a fighter. So but. then it begs the question: Is that why, like, rich kids? Like, is that a disadvantage where a lot of people say, you know, rich kids, they get all the advantages. Is that a disadvantage to being a rich kid? I would say. Like that, uh, I would say, you know, but then you look at like the, the poor kids who didn't. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. That's a very small selection of people who've made it then. Because we do like, honestly, we have the same, uh, what word you use? Like we have the same, not the same privilege, but we have the same uh, ability as like, as I guess like the less fortunate people do to do UFC, but we just don't because like we weren't because we're comfort. Yeah, com so it's not really a di like I don't know. I wouldn't see the distance because I mean we could do it and we could be like we would have an advantage at it if we worked at it as hard as they did because we have the money to have trainers and all this stuff. So I, mean, I don't think we would though. That's that's what I'm saying is I don't think we would have the drive and discipline to continue through when it gets really really hard. Yeah. Right. You think of like Mike Tyson. Right. He. I don't. I don't think he had a. Father, I mean, obviously he had a father and mother, but I don't. I know he didn't have a father in his life, a father figure. Uh, I don't know if he even had a mother, mother, where he just like ran around. I know he's adopted by his coach when he was like twelve years old. Yeah, like, he was brought in and raised by him. Um, core, search of the sea. I don't know, but all these guys, dude. It's like so. Then all they have, right? They don't have any money. They don't have any. Like, they probably don't have much knowledge. Like, which is, I guess it's good because that's all they, like, that's what they want to do. That's what their purpose is, is just to fight. They're just fighters. And luckily, there's a platform for them to be successful, right? UFC, luckily, it's there so they can be successful and so we can see these and, like, admire these people. But what if, you know, what if it wasn't a UFC? What if somehow they got like canceled and kicked out of UFC? Like, what if Dana White steps down and some corporate guy comes in and says, "Ah, if you say that kind of stuff, you're not allowed, not allowed to fight." Yeah, that's you what. Know, like, if you support Palestine or whatever, you're not allowed to fight. Yeah. Then those guys are out <clears throat> of their life, right? Yeah, which like, 
like realistically, if something were that to happen and it bothered enough where they want to swap, like they could swap to other fighting things. I would like Bellator and stuff like mm. that. I'm pretty sure they're privately owned too. I don't know for a fact, but yeah, like they could swap. But <clears throat> a lot of those guys, they even say like, like if I didn't have fighting, like Sean Strickland and like specifically, yeah, he said like he said multiple times. He's like if there wasn't, if I wasn't a UFC fighter, I would be in jail. I would have yeah. killed somebody. I would have fought someone at a bar, got in trouble. He's like, if I didn't have fighting, I would. I would have probably killed myself or killed somebody else. And yeah. same thing with like just last night when Volkanovski lost or two nights ago, whenever it was Volkanovski got knocked out and he took the fight on a two weeks notice, which is like people do it, but for a championship fight, it's kind of a, and he's a champion. So like he's a side, which they're both champions. There's like different weight classes, mm -hmm. but you're still like an a side when you're a champion. So like to take a two week notice fight, it's just unheard of. And some people were like, Oh yeah, that's why. And Dana White loves it because he needed a card. He needed somebody yeah. to step in that fight. Yeah. So he's high. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, he's a real champion. Like a real champion would step in anytime they need to, which like yeah, but it's still just dumb because yeah, because you like you don't have a training camp. Yeah. You're just, yeah, you're just in a bad, and especially against those Dagestani guys, like, mm -hmm. you can't mess around with those guys. And he had already lost to him. He had already lost to Islam once. Uh. So he was coming back for revenge and. So the first fight he lost, he almost won. So he in his head, he was like, I think I could beat him. So anyways, he goes in. And everyone's kind of wondering, like, why would he do that? And anyways, after he loses, he gets kicked in the head. Like two minutes into the first round, gets knocked out cold. It was like a sad one, too. Like he got kicked. Like he fell down. And like his head's just like tumbling around. He's just pounding his face. And Volk's head is just like fumbling. Like it, it made me sad. I was like, Damn. See, that's what I'm saying. Rich kids aren't going to do yeah, exactly. that. Exactly. Right. Because I, I like Volk. And yeah. at the end of the fight... Volk was like just in the ring interview, uh, talking to Dana Cormier. He was like, he's like, yeah. Um, he was. I don't like to have excuses. He goes, I took this fight. It was my decision. Uh, he's like to the UFC. He's like, please just keep me busy. He's like, I'm ready to fight in January. Like he's, I'm, I just want to fight really fast. He's like, when I'm not busy, he's like, things aren't good for me. And when he said that, I was like, I kind of thought like, is he saying like, like mental health stuff? Like what's he kind of heading towards? And then he like said again, he's like, again, like UFC, just keep me busy. Please give me fights. He's like, when I don't have training and fights, he's like, I don't like, it's not good. And I was like, well, like, what is he talking about? Whatever. So he finally had his like post fight conference, like with all the interviewers and stuff. And he like broke down, like we had to stop a few times, like almost crying. And he was like, he's like, yeah, to those fighters, he's like, when I don't have a fight or I'm not training, like he's like, I'm just in my head. He goes, and there's no reason. He's like, I have a beautiful family, beautiful children. He's like, beautiful house, like money. He's like. But when, I don't, when I'm not training or fighting, he's like, I'm just miserable. He's like, in my head, like, things just aren't right. So, like, those fighters, most of them grew up with issues that they probably still haven't fixed because they just mm -hmm. fight to, like, mask it. Dude, but all that comes down to, like, the masculine purpose, right? Where, I mean, I believe in God, right? And God gave man, or men specifically, a purpose in life that is to better society, to better grow, and if you don't have a mission, if you don't have a purpose that you are working on for yourself to improve, then you become lost. When you stay comfortable, there, I mean, there's a comfort crisis in the world right now where people get comfortable and then they start to create problems of their own. Because if you don't have problems that you are facing in your mission, in your challenge that you're trying to achieve, if you don't have those problems, then you're going to create your own problems. That's the nature of being a human. And so... I've, I've actually, I mean, I fall into this when I'm not running, dude, like, cause I work out every single day and I still lift weights, but I've, I've done that for years now, like a long time. And so it's built into my day. So it feels like I'm still just being stagnant. 
I'm not improving. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm progressing my lifts. I'm tr doing my best to improve during my lifts. But because I'm not adding in any more difficulty in my life, I find the same thing when I'm running. Like I start to go crazy. Yeah. Like I haven't been able to run for a while because last time I did, it hurt my leg. And then that's what the other day, dude, I just went out and just started running. Cause I start going crazy in my head and I ran 10 miles. I screwed up my leg again. Mm. And I was like, why did I do this? I was like, it just takes me back. And it's, but it's because my mind just starts going crazy. And so not that I'm like a UFC fighter and just have, you know, like that's my only thing, but I understand where that comes from. Just being a man, yeah. just have like being a human being, you know, if you don't have a purpose that you're working on, then you start to isolate yourself. Then you start to run things in your head and you start to feel this like weight that's just being put on you that you don't know what to do. And then you're in your head all the time. And then it's just like, now it just sucks. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, I don't know. It's a crazy, it is something um, that I guess I feel myself. Uh, and I bet a lot of people feel that. And if you are feeling something like that, like, go out and do something different, do something difficult to get out of your comfort zone. Whether that's go to a bar and talk to girls, right? It could be out of your comfort zone. Maybe it's go to the gym and do a different workout. Go start running. Do something that's gonna push yourself and you're gonna get out of that rut. Because right now you're facing problems that are made up in your head. And if you have an actual mission or problems that are in real life, then those are gonna come first before the ones in your head. So. I don't know. It's a, uh, I don't, I, so Vol, so is he, do they have another fight or does it come that fast? No, like they'll, I bet they will schedule him like for one in January pretty soon, but yeah. they have to, they have to figure out who's going to fight yeah. and all that stuff. So they'll have to schedule it, but. Man. <laughs> Hope he gets one and wins. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what, like he was a bad dude too. I think he's, his only two losses have came to Islam now. Oh. And he even said after the fight, because uh, he went up a weight class to fight. Islam. He was, okay. He's a featherweight, and then he went to lightweight to fight for this one. He's, he's like, yeah, he's like, I think my work here is done. I'm going to go back down to featherweight. Because <laughs> featherweight, he's top dog. Yeah. Up there, he's like, he's still top dog, except for Islam. But yeah. but also, without a training camp. So, I mean, I don't know. It's understandable. Wow. Tough one. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see how it goes. But that's going to be it for the podcast, guys. Appreciate you watching. Join the viewing. As always, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We'll talk to you in the next one. Peace.